Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. You're listening to Cleveland Golden Gloves with Sean Bartek and Jeremy Dyer. <laughs> oh, no. We're walking in and we're going to be upstairs in just a moment. The first round is just about over. So we'll get back to you guys in just a minute. Again, you can follow Jeremy at Jeremy Dyer MMA on Twitter. Yeah, at Dyer MMA. <laughs> and Sean at LPrez95 on Twitter. What's up, Sean? Not much, man. <laughs> yeah, I got the yellow one, yeah. All right, so we're we're on and live boxing here from the Book Park Rec Center. I just set it up here. It's great that we just pop it out. Hold on. We get ready here at the uh, first. Back here this year at uh, Brook Park Rec Center. All right, so and then a few switches here on the first round, so we'll get to those in just a minute. And Jeremy Dyer will switch into it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, first, uh, the first matchup tonight between Nelson Santana and uh, Rude Kaid Pittman was a scratch because either Pittman either didn't make weight or didn't show up. They don't know yet. So uh, Nelson Santana is the winner of that. So that's a good way to get to the next round. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Right now, it is between Delonte Johnson and Ryan Allen trading punches left and right. Some good punches in there, both sides. Yeah, both 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 competitors here is uh, we have uh, Ryan Allen in the blue corner, Delonte Johnson in the red corner. Ryan Allen wearing. It's hard to see from here. Uh, Northeast boxing, it looks like, and. Uh, Delonte Johnson wearing his USA shirt. So, and as you know, in amateur boxing, they do wear headgear. So, yes, they do. And I, 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 I'm not a fan of that. Why is that, Jeremy? I think that you know, if you're going to become a boxer, you got to be able to take a hit. You don't see, you know what I mean? You don't see Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao are going to put headgear on in, in May second. I mean. You're in a you're in a combat sport. Like right there, that shot could have that shot could have won it for uh, Johnson. He's been struggling a little bit here, 
uh, you know, with the head gear off, that, that shot right there could have won for him. That, that could have been a shot to the temple and a knockout. Absolutely. Well, both guys swinging heavily. So, Sean, I, uh, it was a little mixed up today. So you did go out to the church. I went out to oh, the Lord's church, and uh, I pulled in, and I'm like, well, this is not a very big crowd this year. I hope that things turned out okay for him. And go in, and there's basketball practice. So oh, no. I go online because my phone's dead, so I'm already mad. And I'm like, oh, I got my laptop in the car. So I pop it open, and it's like Brook Park Rec Center. So I'm like, sweet. So I'm here now. So we're good to go. I, 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 thought, I, I thought I mentioned that. Oh, man. Oh, big shot there from uh, who was it? Let's see here. It's hard to see from here. We'll get a better angle here in just a second. From Ryan Allen to Delonte Johnson. Big right hand to end the round there. So... Perfect that I would bring down there when you walked in. <laughs> yeah. Well, I knew I was at the right place. I seen all the powerhouse shirts and you know all the MMA gear, so you know you're in the right place. Absolutely. I mean, these, a lot of these guys just uh, as we've seen so far. I've seen a lot of guys here on the track. They were running around, getting a couple uh, shadows in uh, with their trainers. I've seen guys in the corner working out. I don't know if there's. I wonder if there's a lot of strong style here this year. Doesn't. I mean, again, these are the early rounds when last year. Yeah, I mean, these are the qualifying rounds. I mean, they are tonight and tomorrow. So, you know, you will see more tomorrow night whenever we're here. But, uh, you know, uh, right now, you know, I, I'm going through here, and I don't – I'll just look through here real quick and see if I see any. Waiting on the decision now. Delante Johnson fighting for MLK Premier Boxing. Ray Ryan Allen, excuse me, fighting for title shot boxing. All right, so out of the blue corner, Ryan Allen from title shot boxing with the victory. It goes to the decision. And, uh, you know, he really deserved it there, Sean, because, uh, you know, Ryan Allen was landing a lot of shots on Delonte Johnson, especially in the third round. Obviously, I just got in here for the third round, but from what I've seen, you know, he really worked it. But I want to go back to something real quick. The headgear. Delonte Johnson had a monstrous shot to the temple area. No headgear would have been on. I hate to say it, but Ryan Allen would have been laying on the ground. Yeah. I think they need to change the rules of amateur boxing. Well, I mean, do you think it's from a standpoint of uh, insurance reasons that they do that with the headgear possibly? Well, I mean, you, you can say insurance reasons, but you're in a combat sport. You're, yeah. you're, you're guys true. fighting each other. I mean, it's not like these guys are going out here and having a dance-off. Yeah. They're, they're coming out here. They're trying to get to Las Vegas, Nevada, yep. and they're putting everything they have into it. And... You know, I mean, it's a combat sport, like I said. It's fighting. You're gonna get somebody's gonna get hurt. Yeah. That's why we love watching the knockout. That's why on May second, I'm gonna be watching Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather. I hope that Pacquiao wins. That could be a big one. I mean, that will be a big one. Yeah. I'm definitely not gonna rent it on pay per view though. Ninety dollars. Oh my God. So I'm going to BW3s. That's, that's what made, wait. That's not even HD. The right. media was like seventy with HD. Yeah. So it's probably gonna be like hundred and twenty. Oh All right. We're in our third matchup tonight. Even though it was 
first bout got stretched. Uh, it's the 132-pound Subnovus division. Isaac Chapman from Southside Boxing will be in the red corner, and he will be fighting Greg Robertson from Earl B. Turner Boxing in the blue corner. The good thing about these guys is, Sean, is we get to watch tonight and tomorrow night the first round, and we get to let you know next week, you know, what these guys are all about because it's it's, uh, amateur boxing. So, you know, you don't know much about these guys, but we're getting ready to get squared off in round number one. Referee making sure they're ready. He's telling got to get back in your corner a little bit further. You don't want to have the you don't want to have the advantage. Both guys come out swinging immediately. Oh, big right hand by Robinson. Or excuse me, a big right hand by uh, Isaac Chapman. Chapman throwing the big right hand early on. And both guys come out swinging. Both guys in the middle of the ring now. Nice comeback there by Robinson. And Chapman is going with the head down. That's never a good thing in boxing because you can always get caught as he gets caught with another right hand. Nice comeback there by Chapman. Both guys, they know what's on the line. It's a trip to Las Vegas, Nevada to represent Cleveland, Ohio. I like those blue uh, Carolina blue trunks. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Oh, oh, big right hand by... Oh, man, I tell you what, that was a big right hand by Robinson there. He is coming back for sure. Referee calls for a break, and that'll be the end of the first round. Seems like a little different here from Park than it was last year at the World Church. Yeah, you know, it seems like, uh, I think it's just because there's more space. And, and plus, you're in the opening round. I think as you get into the... You know, as you know, the first two round, our first rounds are broken up, and so I think once you get into the championship rounds, it's going to be hard to even get into this place. You've seen it last year. Whenever we were with the Patriots, we were like, "Oh, boxing's going on," and then the next week there was no parking, and the Patriots folded, so we ended up doing boxing. That's how we did it two years ago. Yeah, and it looks like we might be in that role again, Jeremy. Yeah, the Cleveland Saints have uh, called it quits. Um, official? Is it official now? I I, I would assume. I mean, I didn't get the call from Josh Pack to come okay. to Saginaw with him today. So <laughs> That's true. That's true. Because I know that was the one thing I know. I, I did talk to the owner or message them back and forth. He said there was some oversight that he was taking care of, but he never messaged me back to let me know. So, I mean, again, we we'll see. Yeah. But tomorrow night's the game. <laughs> yeah. And here we go. Back, both men in the middle of the square, squaring up. Both men just going at it. Trying to move on to the next round. Both uh, both with strong right jabs. Now they're all locked up, and the referee calls for the break. Back in the middle of the ring now. Another break by the referee. Robinson in the blue corner. Chapman in the red corner. A couple good hits there again. Yeah, Chapman with a nice one-two combo. Do you think if there was no headgear, especially somebody at night could have been over? Oh, you know, it's very possible if there's no headgear that a lot of these guys tonight to be over with in the first round. But, you know, we and we, we talked to the director a couple of years ago. He didn't want headgear. You know, yeah. he's been trying to fight to get rid of headgear because he feels the same way we do. Yeah. There's no need for it. I mean, it's a combat sport. You're going to get hurt. Both men will go back to their respective corners. And it's hard to say who won that bout because both men were just throwing about the same amount of, uh, landed about the same amount of punches there. Absolutely. 
You know, I wonder years ago if they wore headgear. I, I would have to not think so. I, I would think that the old schoolers Never. didn't wear headgear. Yeah. Uh, I think that the old schoolers would definitely not want you to wear headgear. I mean, it's just, I, I'm against it. I mean, I hate to be the Debbie Downer, but I'm against it. I think that... <laughs> Like I said, fight. If, he, if you're scared to get hurt, then don't get in the ring. Yeah. You don't see me getting out there. I'm not trying to go to work tomorrow with a broken nose. Sure, no, absolutely. You know, I did see, I don't know if you saw, uh, the New York uh, New York City, or the New York, however they call it, the New York uh, Golden Bus Tournament going on as well. I got a clipboard. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Golden Gloves Tournament is going on everywhere, so... Center. Oh, yeah, yeah, at the Barclay Center. So that's pretty cool that, you know, you get to go down there and, you know, compete. <laughs> Much better. We got the clipboard now. I can see it up. I can focus. I can see both sliders. Perfect, perfect. You need more room here or are you good? No, I'm good. I'm perfect. Okay. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that's got to be a real, you know, treat for the, you know, kids in New York. They get to go play oh, at the Barclay absolutely. Center. I mean, you get to go fight and and, and represent your town in, in the big time of sports arena. I mean, yes. it doesn't get any better than that. Well, the newest and finest. <laughs> oh, big right hand there. Big right hand by Chapman, but it's a counterpunch by Robinson. And now they square up in the middle of the circle. Referee breaks him up, and here they go, the third and final round. These are like two-minute rounds. Another nice shot there from Robinson. Another huge right hand by Robinson. Robinson's got... Robinson's got Chapman in the corner now. Oh! Chapman steps right in to a punch to end the fight. Chapman was going all out, and uh, you know what? Or, excuse me, Robinson was going all out, and Chapman with a nice right hand there to end the inning. Or, excuse me, end the... I'm sorry, baseball. Baseball's on the mind. end the round there, and uh, that'll be it for this fight, I believe. Yeah, baseball, no doubt baseball's on the mind for right now, Jeremy. I guess. Yeah, well, whenever I was coming here, the tribe were down 8-4, so, and it was the ninth inning, so. I think that was, call that one a game. <laughs> yeah, and one of the fans, like, I guess, rushed over the wall and or interfered, and it could have been a home run and for Santana. So, you know, what's-his-name was, like, all about kicking the fan out, and I'm like, come on, dude, really? Uh, uh, the manager for the... Uh, no, 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 the, our announcer, oh, Hamilton. Hamilton. Okay. Hamilton. Hamilton's won, and the guy kicked out. I'm like, Hamilton, you always screw us over on your calls. <laughs> Hamilton's always like, swing and drive. Oh, and he's out. So, if anybody, Hamilton should be kicked out. <laughs> You're uh, a big fan of the Hamilton. No, I don't like Hamilton oh, anymore. Right, the I think he's a good announcer, but he... Makes me mad with the way he calls sometimes. He'll act like the ball's like going yeah. over to the queue, and then it's caught by the outfielder 30 feet from the wall. But, but I will have to say this. I mean, obviously, because after going to progressive field for 20 some years now, it is when you sit in that ballpark and all honesty, and you see a ball go up, it does look like it's going to go up. Where it's true. The only at Cleveland Stadium, but Hamilton should know. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> You're right. You're right, though. But it it does seem like every ball's going out. Isaac Chapman will pull away the victory over Gregory Robinson in the 132-pound sub number. That was a really good fight, John. And uh, you know, I agree with that. I agree with that call. Chapman dominated most of all three rounds. So, uh, you know, they don't tell you the score of the, uh, the rounds. You know, they just tell you the winner. But um, you know, I agree with that. I think he landed more significant punches, and uh, 
you know, he's moving on to the next round, and we wish him best of luck. But to go back uh, to the thing we talked about earlier, I don't see any strong style fighters for tonight. So, um, you know, maybe they'll be out tomorrow. Who knows? The last year we saw a lot, a lot. Well, 165 is only half. So I would imagine, you know, as we were saying, you know, for tomorrow night there's got to be a lot more. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there'll be a lot more fights tomorrow. And and as you'll see, um, there'll be more people Absolutely. showing up as we go on. Absolutely. You know, that was the thing last year. We went to the Word Church, and there was a great crowd, obviously, the nights we saw. And then for the championship round, we saw, I mean, we saw everybody there. Uh, John, John Hawk, right? Yeah. Strong style, Jessica Evil Eye. Yeah. Her brother. Big fight uh, coming up with her yeah. against Misha Tate. So she's getting the Misha Tate fight. Thank you. She was out with <laughs> Alright, so Yeah, again, it was last year It was like a I don't even know how to say the word Because it, it was just like a Like a event filled Championship final because uh, uh, Jessica's brother was Yeah, he won last year Yeah, we had a great time talking Absolutely. to him John Hawk, Jessica Evil Eye yeah, <laughs> Everybody was there Plus all the boxers, you know, we brought everybody up. This year, we're going to figure it out, but it's a little bit rough. It's saying, come on up the stairs and talk to us. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's awesome. We'll the Golden Gloves is doing great, and it's bringing boxing back to life. You know, the sport's kind of died down a little bit, but I think it's coming back, especially with the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Speaking of tonight, up next is Cordell Powell. Out of Bob Davis Boxing uh, he's fighting against Demone Jackson. I think that's how you say that. But uh, Cordell Powers, five foot eight, he's 24 years old. He's a southpaw, so you got to look out go. for that. But he'll be going up against the guy who's six foot five, and Demone Jackson, 17 years old, and he's orthodox. So uh, this should be a great matchup here. They're, they're a southpaw versus an orthodox fighter. <laughs> Coming out of the blue corner. Is Demone Jackson in the red corner? Is Cordell Power? Excuse me, Powell. Both guys going back and forth. Nice body shots there from Powell. Swinging a miss there from Robert or Jackson. Excuse me. Oh, big right hand there. Nice job of tagging him. Something happened. Yeah, though, he got tagged pretty hard there. Cordell Powell tagged Jackson pretty hard. Now he's just working him with the right and left, and here it comes back. And I tell you what, he's got him on his feet. He's got him wobbling. Jackson's wobbling. Powell is landing shots left and right. That height advantage is coming into effect. Actually, excuse me, no, it's not because Cordell Powell is the five foot eight. Yeah, he's, he's listed at five eight, but I I can tell you this, I don't I don't know. He looks a little bit taller. Nice counter there from Powell. Oh, both guys just trading punches left and right. This is what it's all about. Oh, nice shot there, right into the right into the face, and there you go. That's what you want to do. Hey, you know, with the headgear on, you want to get those face shots in there, and try to knock your guy out. 
another big shot by Powell. He's just working Jackson left and right now. Jackson with another nice one-two combo. Jackson now with a straight jab. Powell comes back with a right hook. Both guys going at it. Oh, nice job with the uppercut and in the right hand. This is going to be over sooner than we think. Yeah, and as you can hear there, we're almost done with round number one. Oh, another right hand. And you can hear the shots from up here. You can hear the shots from Powell on Jackson all the way up here. <laughs> He's getting a good ovation from the crowd. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I can tell you this, Sean, Powell absolutely won that round. Let's go back to this here. Powell is listed at five foot eight, and uh, Debo Jackson at six foot five. But I tell you what, from our view, <laughs> I don't see that. I don't. I don't see these guys at six foot five. I mean, they look like they're at the same height and and same reach. But hey, who knows? Could be wrong. Hey, could be. <laughs> I could. I've been wrong before. So we're in, waiting on round number two, and of course, Sean, like I said, Powell was just landing those right hooks and. Then he had a nice body shot. And uh, Jackson got a couple of nice, good shots in there. But uh, I tell you what, as, as you've seen, the, uh, Jackson was wobbling back and forth. And uh, I give round one to Powell. Here we go. We're getting ready for round number two. And here we are. Powell in the red corner. Jackson in the blue corner. Both men now coming back. Another, oh, nice uppercut. And oh, it looks like Jackson's hurt. And I tell you what, Jackson's trying to wrap up, but Powell continues to deliver the vicious blows to the head. And this one might be over. And I tell you what, Jackson's got spaghetti legs right now. He is wobbling all over the place. Nice body shot by Jackson, but Powell still seems in control. Powell backing up, waiting for his chance to go at him. And now he had him in a the headlock there, and this is not WWE. He can't do that. And here we go. Powell and and. Waiting his moment there. Jackson with a nice right hand. Another nice jab by Jackson. Both these guys are going at it. Jackson seems like he's found his way back now. A couple nice shots, but he's got to defend his face as Powell continues to lay him with those shots to the face. And I tell you what, this could make him go out quick here in the second round. And they're tied up again. The referee will break him up now. Here we go. Oh, another oh, big left hand there from, from Powell to Jackson. I just see a little bit of a height there. Oh, another left hand. Oh, now he's just jabbing the face of Jackson. And now the referee will stop. He's going to check on Jackson. Cordell Power, uh, Powell, excuse me, out of Bob Davis Boxing Academy, is absolutely laying into Damone Jackson right now. We're going to go right back at it here again. Here comes Powell again on the attack. He knows that he's got his opponent laying down, or not laying down, but almost laying down. Another shot there by Powell. Oh, Powell continues to attack the face, and there has been no answer by Jackson in both these rounds so far. Another nice jab. One minute to go. Oh, big right hand. And he's continuing to work, I can tell you this. The end is near for Jackson. It is two rounds to done for Powell. And I can tell you this, Powell has to be knocked out to lose this fight, Sean. Yeah. And, I, you know, like you were talking about the size difference. We're looking back and forth. But it, I guess you can see a little bit of size difference, but not like, you know. <laughs> well, you know, we're up and yeah. looking down. Yeah. So it's hard to tell. But I tell you what, at 5'8", 
Cordell Powell is not afraid of any size. He, he's fighting a guy six foot five. Now the difference, though, is Simone Jackson is 17 years old, so he's a very young boxer. So that could have something to do with it. Sure, uh, you know because Powell is 24 years old. He's probably had a lot more boxing experience. But uh, you know what? I give Simone Jackson all the credit in the world. He's hanging in there. He's trying to move on to the next round. And you know as well as I do, you've seen fights where guys have been beaten senseless for two rounds. Sure. They get that one hit, and it's over. And here we go, round three. Once again, Powell in the red corner, Jackson in the blue corner. Powell comes out continuing his attack. And now Jackson with a nice jab, and uh, he's come out with a couple good shots, so he's a little fired up here. He just got to protect the face. He's not using his height advantage no. at all. He did that one time, and he kind of bent down a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, but you got, you got to be able to take advantage of that reach. Nice body shots from Jackson on Powell. So Jackson knows that he's trying to, I mean, I don't know if he's just trying to win this round, but he's got to knock Powell out. I mean, he's got to come up with a, an aggressive approach here, and that's always the, the hard thing to do whenever you're oh, fighting man. and you've been getting beat. Oh, no, here comes Powell on the attack. He's just waiting. He's just waiting for his moment. He let Jackson come at him a little bit, wear himself down, and now Powell on the attack, and now the referee is counting, and this might be it. And the referee says, let's continue. So here we go, and I tell you what, like I said, there is no doubt that Jackson is a tough character. He absolutely is. He's going to be a fourth down. Oh, and that's it. Is. That's it. Ooh, that, oh, he doesn't even know where he's at right now. And Cordell Powell with a knockout in the third and final round. Jamal Jackson, Sean, doesn't even know where he's at right now. He went to the wrong corner. Yeah, he did. Wow. So Cordell Powell with a third round knockout in the 132-pound silver division over Jamal Jackson. Wow. All right, that was out of so far... Out of the first two fights that we've seen, or first three now, excuse me, that, that's uh, probably uh, the most dominant performance we've seen all night. Cordell Power, 24 years old, 5'8", he's a southpaw. Like I said, those southpaws are very dangerous in the sport of fighting. So, and I like this. See both boxers, they were hugging and talking to each other. That's that's good sportsmanship right there. Great sportsmanship by Cordell uh, Powell, man. What a great, great. Oh job. yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Also, is like he's probably telling the kid, "Hey, much respect." And hey, Jackson shows he's tough. And I can tell you this: Jackson's going to be a force to deal with once he gets a little bit of boxing underneath him over the next couple years yeah. in this division. He fought a guy seven years older now. Wow. I didn't realize that. Yeah, seven years different. Cordell Powell, as you heard, out of Bob, Bob Davis Boxing, gets the TKO in the third round. And he'll be moving on to the next round here in the Cleveland Golden Gloves Tournament 2015 right here in Brook Park. Not the word, Church. <laughs> At least I know it's only about five minutes from my house. I, I feel bad that you all lead the word. That's okay. Life. Hey, I wanted to go sightseeing today. Oh, good thing it's on freeway, though. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs>
Oh. Only because it's you, Sean. I'm not going to get mad. <laughs> Up next is the 132-pound open division, and that will feature Ellen Nevzadi out of Bob Davis Boxing, and he'll be taking on Frank Brown out of Westside Boxing. So another yeah. Bob Davis Boxing coming up. I like these. I like both of their uh, their gear that they have on, man. Uh, Bob Davis. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> what's his name? Uh, Ethan. Ethan. He's got the uh, Elhan. Elhan. I'm sorry. There we go. Yeah. Elhan's got the stripe, stripe, uh, stripes on, which it looks good. Excuse me, not the stripes. Stars. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got the uh looks good. Got the red, white, and blue on. What is he? You think he's Apollo Creed or something? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that's pretty neat. Uh, and that's one thing you'll see out of uh you know, boxing uh, boxers is like you know, you'll see the uh you'll see the uh, Frank Brown who is in the blue corner. He's wearing the black and gold, but you'll always see these guys wearing Interesting, sure. interesting outfit. So, character. It's all about character. Yeah, absolutely. Elhan <laughs> Nazadi is ready to go. He's fired up. He's already in the middle of the ring. Wow. All right, so we should be in for a good one here, it looks like. Nevzadi is five foot nine, twenty-two years old. He's taking on Frank Brown, five foot seven, twenty-five years old. He's an Orthodox fighter. Both both fighters are Orthodox fighters, so and they both come out swinging right away. Nevzadi in the red corner, Brown in the blue corner. Nevzadi and Brown trading punches early on. They're coming out swinging, and they'll get tied up here, and they'll let them go because they were going to fight their way out of that break. Now both fighters once again back in the middle of the ring. Nevzadi in with the red gloves, Brown in the blue gloves. Brown looks a little bit out of control right now. He's he's trying to swing a little bit too high, and Nevzadi not having nothing of it. They'll back up and square up again. Nevzadi with a nice right hand to the face. Body shots traded back and forth between Nevzadi and Brown. And Nazadi misses on a couple, and Brown makes him pay for it. And Nazadi comes back with another right hand, and now they'll be broken up by the official, and here we go. Nice shot by Brown there. Nice job connecting uh, another face shot, I guess you could call it, because they have headgear on. So, I mean, that's that's kind of that's the kind of the way you want to go. Is the, the face is open, you want to get those jabs into the face. Nazadi now settles down, but here comes Brown with another right hand. And referee will call break just for a second. Oh, my goodness. I thought we were going to see an MMA fight there for a minute. It looked like a takedown by Brown. It looked like it. <laughs> Got him around, right around the waist. This is the 132-pound open class between Frank Brown out of Westside Boxing and Elva, or excuse me, Elhan Nevzadi out of Bob Davis Boxing. Bob Davis already <laughs> victorious tonight with Cordell Powell. Seeing Cordell Powell going through the crowd right now. Yeah. It fives to everybody. Oh, yeah. They, oh, nice shot there by Nevzadi, but nice counter by Brown. Oh, Brown looking to deliver the knockout punch there. Misses. Both boxers tie up. And now as they come out of the tie-up, Brown with a nice one-two combo. Kind of rocks Nevzadi a little bit. Shakes it off. They tie up in the middle of the ring. They fight their way out of it. So far, a good fight. Good matchup. 
Nevzadi, though, seems like he's not able to stay on his feet. He's all over the ring right now. I think he might be a little tired. Yeah, it looks that way. I mean, looks like Brown's just playing the the patient game, waiting for Nevzadi to come to him, making Nevzadi get tired, and then Brown counter. Right now, I have to get this. Oh, nice shot there by Nevzadi. Both guys just trading punches back and forth now. Now the referee will break him up. They'll square up, and here we go again. Oh, nice shot by Nevzadi, or by Brown to Nevzadi. That jab stuck. Ten seconds left in the first round. Oh, nice shot there by Nevzadi, but once again, another nice shot by Brown with the counter. And the bell will ring, and we end the first round with a very action-packed round, Sean. Both fighters going at it. They want this more than anything. Yeah, I get a little bit of height advantage on Elhan's side. I don't know what the uh, sales was. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know here. I mean, he's two inches taller, but, I mean, he looks like he's got a little bit longer of a reach. But I tell you what, right now I have to give it to Brown. Brown uh, came out more aggressive in that round. He really went at him hardcore, you know. Anything that uh, Nevzadi threw at him, Brown countered and came right back at him. So I get the first round to, to uh, Frank Brown. And, hey, nice song. <laughs> All right. Time to jump around. Yeah, time to jump around. Hey, the one, hey, oh, go no, ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say, the one good thing about uh, the Cleveland Golden Gloves versus the New York City, yeah, they're in the Barclays Center, but we're broadcasting this Golden Gloves out for other people to hear live. Right, and watch, because thanks to Matt, you know, he's going to throw our voices on the video. <laughs> yeah. Who knows, maybe we'll be calling HBO together. <laughs> Here we go, round number two. Zotti in the red corner, Frank Brown in the blue corner. Both fighters come out swinging in the second round, just like they did in the first round. Brown, once again, being patient. Zotti knows he lost that first round, he's got to be more aggressive. He's stolen more punches, but Brown is landing more. That's what it's all about. It's not about throwing the punches. It's about how you land. Nice job by both guys throwing some haymakers right there. Now here comes Nizadi on the attack. He seems like he's more patient, waiting to pick his spots, and now Nizadi on the attack here in round number two. Both fighters square up in the middle of the ring. Nice shot by Brown. Another nice connection there by Nevzadi. So far, Nevzadi has come out in control of the second round. And the referee will break him up. A lot of times that happens, John, in boxing. They, they get, one guy gets hurt or whatever, they'll tie up to regain their composure. Now Brown's got Nevzadi in the corner, in his own corner, actually. Here comes Brown. Oh, but Nevzadi caught him right there. And that kind of rocked Brown a little bit. He's hurt a little bit. The hands went down there for a second. Nevzadi's got to go on the attack. But like we mentioned, I think that right now Nevzadi's spending a lot of a lot of energy trying to catch up. Yeah. He's just too tired to go on that attack. He's got a good reach. Oh, he's got a great reach. He's got to take advantage of that. There he goes. A couple times. Oh, nice shot there. Got him on the left side. Nevzadi definitely winning this second round. He's come out. He's picking his spot. And he's going on the attack. Brown hasn't had an answer in round two like he did in round one. Nevzadi there, nice job. See, that scores you points. A lot of people don't realize that. There was a little tie-up, but Nevzadi was still throwing punches to the to the ribs, and that's what scores points, and that's how you win rounds. Both guys going at it in the middle of the spring now. Nevzadi, oh, nice shot there by Brown. 
<laughs> now both guys trying to pick their spot. They'll tie up. Referee will break them up. And here we go. Nice, another nice body shot by Nazati. But here comes Brown on the attack again. Both guys trading body shots right now. Every time he keeps using that extension. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, there's a nice shot by Brown. Got him up on the ropes. We'll see what he can do from here. But Brown spent a lot of energy in this round by, uh, you know, getting knocked around a little bit. Not coming out like he did in the first round. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Yep, here we go. They're battling. Oh, yeah, they are battling. Oh, nice shot there by... And nice shot there by Nizzotti, but I tell you what, I got to give that round to Nizzotti. So I got a 1-1. What do you think, Sean? I think the same because, like you said before, Brown came out in the early, and now this is Nizzotti. Uh, yeah, I want to say his last name. definitely did a good job. That's a great block, too, by the way. That is space block. That I saw Brown sneaking those body shots at the same time. Oh, yeah, you know, and that's a, that's a good thing that, you know, you pointed out right there. Nizzotti really came out. Hardcore in the second round right there because he knew he lost that first round. His trainer said, listen, you can't go out there and just let this guy tag you around the ring. you got to go after him. You're, you got the high advantage. Take advantage of it. Pick your spot. And, you know, go out there and win this round. And that's exactly what he did. And now we're going to round three. And as you can see, both trainers, they know that it's 1-1. One, one. You can always tell whenever trainers or both trainers are up in their fighter spaces that it's tied up going in the last round, and you got to give everything you have. Still continue to do what you did in that round that you were successful in, but you got to go out there and you got to win it. Here we are in the third round. Once again, Nevzadi in the red corner, Frank Brown in the blue corner. Sometimes they accidentally, you know, give a shot they're not allowed to. The referee will break them up. Tell them what happened, that way they don't do it again. Sure. Broke up right there. And they, they tied up, and the referee broke him up, and here comes Brown swinging away. Oh, nice nice try there by Nevzada. He tried to end that thing with a haymaker. <laughs> Brown just did get out of the way. Oh, nice shot there by Nevzada. Nevzada wants to get with a nice shot. But here comes Brown. He's trying. He's trying to uh, come back. And oh, Nevzadi caught Brown looking. Brown was going for a move there, and he just tagged him. That could be the difference in this fight. Sure. Right now, Brown is hurt because he is. He's grabbing him. As you can see, the official right there telling him, "Don't grab him." Not to get shot then again. Oh, yeah, and you can tell that Brown's trying to gain his composure bang. He's hurt right now. Those shots really got a hold of him. Oh. The fans getting a little too close <laughs> to the ring. Yeah, you know, sometimes, you know, in, in this sport, whenever it's amateur, your family or your friends, they, they're not your coaches, but they get right up to the ring. So, you know, that's not allowed in any sport. <laughs> Both guys going at trying to trying to – to win this third and final round and move on to the next round of the Golden Gloves here in Cleveland. Nevzadi, nice shot, but Brown right back at him. Both guys giving it all they got here in the third round. And, Sean, whenever it's tied up like this, whenever you hear that 10-second call, look out. Both guys will go hardcore. 
Brown, couple body shots, and Zadi holds him up. In the back of swinging, and unfortunately for Brown, he's walking into a couple punches. This one's a tough one. It could go either way. Right now, I give it to Nizani. Nizani apologizes to the referee. Not sure what the call was. Oh, nice shot there by Brown. Nice body shot there. And whenever these officials see that, they start scoring it. That's what it's all about. Trying to get those points. Oh, Nizani comes up and catches a right hand from Brown. Here we go. Ten seconds. Now they got to give it all they got. Let's see what they got here. Ten seconds going. Brown connects. Body shots. They'll tie up. And that is it. And I don't know. That's a tough one. That is a tough call because both guys left. I'm not even going to. You know what? I will make a prediction. I got to give it to, to Nivzani. I think Nivzani did enough to win, but we'll go to the judges. But either way, whoever wins this fight deserved it because this was a good old-fashioned barn burner, as they say, <laughs> back in the day because both guys gave it all they had. Again, as we're waiting for the call, because again, it was a, uh, each bout was won by each fighter. Here we go. Very good fight, both sides. Nimzadi and Brown. Nimzadi, and they're waiting for the call from the judges, and you're about to read it, hear it from the ring announcer. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, sorry about the shangle. No, no, you're good. All right, so they gave it to Nazadi. I thought that he did enough there, and the, the judges agree with me. That doesn't normally happen in fights like this. As you've seen my comments about Jessica Eyes' fights at one time. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I was very upset. Few choice words. So, Elhan Nazadi out of Bob Davis Boxing moves on in the 132 pounds open. And, matter of fact, Elhan and Cordell Powell, Elhan Nazadi and Cordell Powell both, the 132 pound Novus and the 132 pound open, they both move on for Bob Davis in the next round. So, he gets back to back wins tonight. And Bob Davis, uh, uh, he had Pittman tonight uh, in the first fight, but he was scratched. Not sure if he just didn't show up or if he didn't make weight. So, up next is a pretty interesting fight because you got Bobby Giacchetti, the third, fighting Marcel Bonner. Now, Giacchetti is the grandson of Bobby Giacchetti Sr., legendary boxing trainer. He actually, I believe, I'm not sure, but I think I was told by some sources that uh, Giacchetti trained Mike Tyson whenever Tyson got out of jail. So, <laughs> which I don't know which time that was, but I'm just kidding, Mike Tyson. Don't come oh, pumping down. Mike. Now you're in trouble. <laughs> no, you know if it was Mike, he'd be like, what's he say? 
Did some great shots in there as well. Oh, yeah, Bonner is uh, well-trained as well. I'm not sure who his trainer is, but, you know, it comes out of MLK Premier Boxing. So, MLK, and, you know, the thing you'll hear tonight is a lot of these times whenever you have a fighter that's from MLK or Premier Boxing or Empire, uh, these guys, are you're going to hear them a lot because they don't just bring one fighter to this. They bring a lot of fighters. But if Giacchetti gets out of Cleveland, can you imagine if he gets to Vegas, the poppy's going to get out there. He might yeah. even have Tyson show up. Who knows? Absolutely. Here we go now. Wow. Giacchetti's got Bonner on the rope. Oh, both guys going at it. Both guys swinging heavy. Giacchetti's actually not connecting. Now he's connecting. Giacchetti working the face of Bonner. Bonner backed up into the corner. Giacchetti still swinging. Bonner will wrap him up. Referee will break him up, but Bonner got hurt there. Giacchetti's got Bonner right where he wants him. There's no doubt that Giacchetti, the third uh, the trainer, is like, hey, that round was a little too close for comfort. Let's go out and make sure we win this round. And there goes Giacchetti on the attack again. Bonner spending most of his time on the ropes. Now Bonner with a nice couple right hands. So both guys going at it. Referee will break him up. Oh, both guys going all the way to the bell rings. I got to give that to Giacchetti the third. You can hear the crowd, though. Respect for both fighters both on that. Both fighters, no doubt. Man, some good shots by both guys. Wow. This third round's going to be something. Absolutely, it sure is. And uh, and, and I, I got to give it to Giacchetti, so Bonner's got to come out and win this one, I think. Some people call it like the Neanderthal sport, but you know, 
it, for some of these kids, they were on the streets committing crimes. I'm not saying anybody here by any means. I'm sure. just saying, sure. for some people, in boxing and MMA, it saves their lives. Sure. You see in MMA all the time where people are, you know, saying, hey, you know, boxing saved my life. I was a criminal. I was on my way to prison, and I got into this gym and did what I love to do. I love fighting, and it just taught me discipline, and now I'm much better in life and, and, and a healthy lifestyle. So it's not, it's not in the end it's all sport and not just about hurting somebody. Here we go to the decision. And one judge is still cashing in his decision. <laughs> Actually, I think they're all in. They're just tallying them up. But I give Giacchetti at least two out of three rounds. Once again, uh, Giacchetti, Bobby Giacchetti III, uh, grandson of legendary Bobby Giacchetti Sr. Who trained Mike Tyson. Wow. I remember uh, young Bobby the third here when he was a little kid. Well, probably. <laughs> well, he is. Uh, he is twenty years old, so maybe. <laughs> wow! I cannot believe that. Unbelievable! I don't know what happened there. But Bonner comes away with the win. I am shocked. I am absolutely shocked, and so is everyone in here. And it, you know what? This is where you. This is where you just shake your head sometimes. That was unbelievable, Sean. I, I can't believe that decision. Cannot believe that. I'm a little that. stunned. I am a little stunned, no doubt. I mean, both sides, great, you know, great punches. Uh, the guys protected, you know, each other. They defended well, but, man, wow. I'm a little. And uh, some of the people still in shock, standing here, wondering what happened. I mean, that was, that's unbelievable. That's, that's the worst than the time Pacquiao won. 13 out of 15 rounds, and they gave it to the other guy. Remember that? Oh, my God, that's right. I forgot about that one. You're right. Yeah, yeah Pacquiao won, like, 13 out of 15 rounds, and unbelievable. I, I can't even believe it. I almost circled Giacchetti on purpose, but cannot believe that he gave that. No, no disrespect to Bonner, sure. but Giacchetti won that fight, in my opinion. But, hey, we got to move on now to the Novus division of the 141 pounds. you got Armand Richard out of Empire Boxing. And uh, he's going to be fighting against someone he probably knows very well, James Sparks out of Empire Boxing. Oh. But, yeah, these two guys, they train together. So we're going to see, uh, this will be interesting. Yeah, we're going to see two uh, teammates and two coaches who know each other very well. So this should be interesting. But uh, Armand Richmond, five foot seven, nineteen 19 years old, orthodox fighter. Moved up in weight, was originally going into the 132 pounds, but he moved up. And uh, he's fighting James Parker, 5'11", 17 years old, and he's a southpaw. So here we go. Southpaw versus orthodox. So the same gym, same trainer. Wow. To be interesting. But they have two different styles fighting. One's a southpaw, one's orthodox. So, you know, he might be training him in a different way than what he does. Uh, you know, his other fighters. So. But much respect. They both love each other. 
a little bit of smiles right there. <laughs> they were laughing, talking a little bit of trash, which is expected. <laughs> so Richard in the red corner. Parks coming out of the blue corner. Referee calls for the bell, and here we are underway in the 141-pound Novus Division. Both guys build each other up a little bit. Nice shot there by Richard. He'll start things off with the body shot. As you can see, the, uh, Parks here is swinging away, but he's not connecting. A long reach for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's trying to use that as advantage. Unlike some of the other fighters, we've seen the long reach. It's kind of, I mean, kind of like one of those, you know how you, you talk about basketball players, sometimes, sometimes like um, a new goal or like a string bean, you know? Right, absolutely. <laughs> Richard uh, got his headgear knocked loose there. Or, excuse me, James Clark's did. And Richard's knocked that loose a little wow. bit. So they'll call timeout here. They'll get it readjusted. Referee will send them back into the corners to get this fight back underway. No time will be taken off. Once the referee calls for a timeout, the time in the round does stop. Both fighters now back in the middle of the ring. Trading punches, trying to fill each other out. They know each other very well, but sometimes, you know, you, you hide something from your training, training partner if you know you're going to go up against them. Absolutely. Oh, nice shot there. Nice shot there by Parks. Nice job. Both guys traded punches left and right. Oh, he he got him there. He caught him there, but he lost his balance, so he wasn't able to continue on the attack. That's Richard. Richard was able to catch him there, but once again, he hit him so hard, he lost his balance and wasn't able to continue the attack. But now he's got Richard caught him up against the ropes. Another nice one-two combo there. Armin Richard working James Parks around the ring here now. Parks is hurt a little bit, but he's still swinging. These guys know what's on the line. You win this tournament, you have a chance to go on to Las Vegas. You not only represent yourself, but you're representing your town and your state. Absolutely. Now here we go. Both guys train punch, but Richard, Richard coming out even stronger. Ten seconds to go in the first round. Richard in the red corner. Parks in the blue corner. Here comes Richard now with another nice shot. And now being in the first round, I got to tell you, Sean, I give that first round to Armand Richard. He came out and really went to swinging early on, and he connected with most of his punches there. They're both a little winded, it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that thing is like sometimes you know your opponent's weakness so well sure. that you try to go after that, especially being training partners. They know each other's weaknesses, so they both try to go at it early on to get the knockout. And unfortunately, you know, they tire themselves out, but they're going to get a much-needed breather here. What, do you, what is the difference, you know, for people that don't know, orthodox versus uh, style of boxing versus... Uh, Southpaw is the left South hand. Ball, obviously. So orthodox is, you know, just a, a normal way of fighting. You know, you got the stature, you know what I mean? And... and uh, you know, or a southpaw just means you're a left hand, and, and uh, you know, southpaw means you're dangerous because, well, stereotypical. <laughs> oh, nice job there the by both thing guys. The old days of baseball. Yeah. You know, the cards, the uh, Jim Abbott. Or, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jim, well, Jim Abbott didn't have any choice, did he? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mean joke, but. No. Well, he went to Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, he did, so. Oh, nice job there. 
And I tell you what, Armand Richard is really tagging Parks. Parks has come back with a couple good shots, but Richard is really tagging him with some shots there to the head. And that is what the judges are seeing. Well, we hope they're seeing because, uh, you know, that last fight, it did not go the way that 99% of the people in the gym thought it went. So Shocking. <laughs> Very shocking. And that's, that's nothing to take away from Giacchetti because that was a great, great fight. And but, now we get, but once again, we got to focus on our fighters at hand right now. Armand Richard, James Park, James both Park. in the same. Whoops, sorry about that. I dropped my clipboard. <laughs> Pushing the clipboard a little bit too much today. Well, we've got good matches so far. And I mean, oh, yeah. You get excited. <laughs> Absolutely. You get excited start throwing things around. Both guys seem a little bit tired, but James Park seems way more tired because he's getting tagged by Armand Richard a lot more than what he's tagging Richard. Now he comes back with a nice one-two combo, but Richard shakes it off. So here comes Sparks. He's trying to get something going, but right now Richard is in control of this fight. Here comes Armand Richard. Nice right-left combo there on the face. Of, and, and, and I tell you what, Parks is hurt. Parks is hurt right now. He's got the head down. That's very dangerous. Ten seconds. They'll call timeout because, uh, well, Armand Richard just basically knocked James Parks' his headgear loose again. <laughs> so right now, in my opinion, it's two rounds to zero. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a hard shot. You can hear that all the way up here. Richard is going on the attack, and that'll be the end of the second round. And in my opinion, Armand Richard got this thing wrapped up once he gets knocked out. Yeah. I, I do love this venue for the fact that, you know, the fans, there's there's a lot, you know, there's, the seats are just perfect. They were at the other, at the word church, too, but just there's something, because I think because it's a smaller venue with the ceiling, it just feels like there's just something about it, which is, you know, nice here for the boxers, even for us. Oh, absolutely. We're Even above, we're up above, and we're, <laughs> we're, like, right in the middle of the ring. They can see everything, but, you know, it is a very, I mean, nothing against the word church because it's a great facility, but, you know, this is like a gymnasium with bleachers in it, so you have the bleacher seat. You have the standing room only, obviously, up top, which tonight you can stand anywhere, but that, this is the first round. I mean, yeah. like me and you noticed last year, there's deeper the tournament gets, closer to the championship, this place will be packed. Yeah. I'd like to see Big Country back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Big Country would be nice to come big, back. That guy was a big guy. Hey, yeah, a big guy. Here we are, third and final round. Armand Richard in the red corner, James Parks in the blue corner, both fighting with the same trainer as Elma George out of Empire Boxing. So far, Richards has dominated this round. He comes out with a nice right hand there. And once again, he's got Parks on the rope. So Richards is really tagging Parks and making him back up and get out of his groove. And he basically had him on the ropes the whole fight. Here we go again. And that was a huge right hand, but it missed. And if that would have connected, it would have been good night, Parks. Oh, nice shot there by Richard connecting on the chest. He just barely... Missed the face. That was right on. That was intended for right on the button to go night night. Oh, nice job there by Parks with the counter punch. But Richard continues to come back and throw some strong body shots here. Oh. 
A gear comes a little bit loose, but they fix it, and here we go again. Armand Richards looking to pick up a win and move on to the next round. And he's got some nice body shots there. Parks is throwing a few shots himself, but, oh, big right hand and stuck in there and almost put Parks down on the ground. Wow. They're talking to each other, Jeremy. Oh, yeah, they're talking <laughs> a little bit of trash. You know, they know it. They know it. You got to have a little fun with it, right? Absolutely. They'll be brothers at the end, though. You know, they'll <laughs> hug and go back to training together. Third and final round of the 141-pound Novus division. And here we go. Ten seconds. Nice shot there to wrap up what will be three rounds to zero for Armand Richard. So Armand Richard dominates for three rounds. We'll see what the judges have to say. And I hate to say that because of the last fight, but you just don't know, Sean. I mean, they might have been asleep during that fight, just woke up and circled the name. We were stunned in that last fight, so I don't think we'll be stunned at this one, but you never know. Absolutely. And, you know, what I was saying is, is like, you know, I don't know what they were watching that fight before. Let's go back to that real quick because sure. there's still some people walking around trying to get attention to the judges to ask him what happened. And, I mean, there's a lot of upset people right now, yeah. and especially whenever you come from a legend, you're expected to win. So, you know, unfortunately, Giacchetti III will not be continuing the Golden Gloves and Sadly, that was a mistake on the judge's fault. You know, Gene said you could tell his family was upset. Not that, you know, you would expect that because, you know, it was oh, a absolutely. tough fight. I mean, I mean, their whole camp was like, they were gone. Here we go with the decision for Richards and James Clark. Waiting on the judges. And the last time we had to wait this long, we got a decision we didn't like. So we'll see. <laughs> A decision we didn't like nor expected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know any of these guys, but, you know, yeah. didn't like that. Don't like to see a kid get robbed. Oh, well, we know that was coming. And our mind, Richard, he jumped around a little bit excited, but I think he knew deep down that he won that fight. Okay, so this is our intermission, Sean, and uh, uh, I think that we're going to try our best. I'm going to go down. You can do what you got to do real <laughs> yeah. quick. I'm going to go down real quick and try to find uh, some of these guys. All right. Good. I'll be right back. All right, you got it, man. All right, so we're here at the intermission. The intermission report here from the Cleveland Golden Gloves here at the Brook Park Recreation Center here in Brook Park, Ohio. And so far, we've had some great fights tonight, and we're going to just go over a couple of them. The first bout of the night, which was a Nelson Santana, it was a scratch. Uh, Rasheed Pittman was not in, uh, did not fight, so it was a Nelson Santana win. In the, that was 123-pound open. In the 123-pound open, Ryan Allen defeated Delonte Johnson. In the 132-pound South Novus, Gregory Robinson was defeated by Isaac Chapman of Southside Boxing Club. And, you know, I, Nelson Santana of 123 Novus was with Michael James Zone and Ryan Allen with Title Shot Boxing. 132-pound Novus, Cordell Powell from Bob Davis Boxing Club defeated Damone Jackson of MLK Premier Boxing Club. And in round number, round number five, 
Elon Smith's body of Bob Davis Boxing Club defeated Frank Brown of Westside's Boxing Club at the 132 pounds open. And then in the surprise round of round six, Marcel Bonner of uh, Bonner of MLK Premier Boxing Club defeated in the 141 sub Elvis defeated Bobby Giacchetti, Giacchetti the third of Empire BC Boxing Club and Zelma George. And the one we just watched, which was the seventh match, excuse me, seventh bout, Armand Richmond of Empire Boxing Club faced off as 141 Zobis against his, uh, one of his own teammates, James Park of Empire BC Zelma Boxing Club, Zelma George. So both of those guys uh, fought a great fight, and now we're here at the, uh, in between right now, their intermission. Between as we have 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, and 15 uh, bouts to go. We have about 8 to go. And we'll preview those here uh, slightly as we have Cody Horshaki. He's unattached. He's with nobody. He's 152 pounds. Dovis versus Jamal Davis of MLK Premier Boxing Club. After that, we have Kenneth Austin of Old School Boxing Club. Strong style fight team. He'll take on Anthony Canella, uh, and he is on attack at 152 pounds. Novus. Then, in the 10th bout, 152 pounds open, we have David Rodriguez of the Akron Boxing Association versus Isaiah Speed. He is on attack. Nobody. In the 11th and 165 pounds of Novus, we have Jose Luciano from Michael J. Zone. Versus James McCain of Bob Davis Boxing Club. And 165 pounds of Dobus. There's the second one. Charles West of the Freedom Fighters. And Jamar S. Moore, who is on a pad. Then we have the 165 pound Dobus. Tommy Ellis of Earl B. Turner. And Kenneth Wolfsai from Old School Boxing. And Strong. Strong style fight team. And we move the 165 pound Novus. Second one, Dorian Phillips of Buckeye Elk Boxing Club. And Melvin Thomas of Untouchable Boxing Association. And the last 165 pound Novus, we have Mardell Hollis of Salem Boxing Club versus Kevin Cole of Terminator Boxing Club. So those coming up next here shortly. As we are here at the Cleveland Golden Gloves. All right, go ahead. All right, uh, Sean, we're here with uh, Elhan Nevzadi out of Bob Davis Boxing. And uh, he was the winner tonight of the 132 pounds open. Hey, first of all, I just wanted to say congratulations on the win tonight. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No problem. And, uh, you know, from our point of view, you came out a little slow in the first round. Yeah, yeah. And in the second and third round, you had control of the yeah, fight. Yeah. So uh, what what was the change uh, between the first round and the last two rounds? The thing is, you know, I was trying to just, you know, he's a little shorter guy than me. So I was just trying to see if I could just get him with my dad. And then I, I hit him with one body shot, and I thought it kind of changed his, uh, the way he was coming, you know. Right. So I was like to my trainer, I just wanted to test him out the first round. I was like, no, no, I don't want you to test him out the first round. I want you to come here. Come hard. Then the second round, I just came out hard. And the third round, it was more of a holding for him. You know, he was trying right. to hold me a lot of holes and put my head down, you know. And, and I'm like, I was trying to, like, 
I clean wide. You know, I usually swing close, but I clean wide, and, and I got him with a little hook, and then, and then I hit him with another body shot, and I'm like, okay, he's slowing down, but he still kept holding me. Right. I just kept trying to let him go and stuff, but he was holding me, but that, that was the game plan. You know? Right, right, you know, and we noticed that, too, you know, you had the hide advantage, you come yeah. out, right. you know, you know, unorthodox right. for you, you know, right. coming out in the first round. But you, like we said, you gained your composure. Yes. But what we noticed, like you just said, in the second round, you know, you really was very patient and yes. you picked your shots. Right. And that's how the outcome came. Yeah, I, I just saw, you know, he, was, he had his hands up too high. So then I just sank one in, one uppercut, and, right. and it just changed the way everything, you know. Now, now what we got to ask you, and we, okay. we're going to ask anybody we interviewed, right. Do you think that in amateur boxing they should get rid of the headgear? Yes. Yes. And, and what's your reasoning for it? I think you know you, you see more. You see more openings, and you know what I mean. You, you're, you're more. You're more. You're more better for defense. You know you're you're gonna get hit. When you're with when you when you're with with a headgear, like you you know you got protection. So you're gonna put your hands down and then try to just mess around. But when you when you don't have the headgear. I mean, it's like you know you gotta protect your face, you gotta keep your hands higher and stuff. So that's why I think it's better. So right. you see more clear. Absolutely, and you know one thing we've seen earlier in the Chapman fight, Chapman came away with the win, but there was a couple times where you noticed that like a shot on the head gear compared to a shot on the head. Right. Chapman would have knocked that guy out early yes. in the round. Yeah. So. Yes. Hey, uh, thanks so much. And uh, do you know who you'd be fighting next in the next round? I don't know some Zach here. I don't know who he is, but he'll be tomorrow. Yeah, and he'll be he'll be looking for you, right? Oh, yeah, he's there. He's looking. Oh, okay, congratulations. Hopefully, I make it another interesting fight for you guys. There you go. Congratulations. Thank you. That was Elhan uh, Nevzadi out of Bob Davis Boxing, 132 pounds open. And now we're going to bring in the fight before him, also out of Bob Davis, uh, Cordell Powell in the 132 pounds Davis winner over Damone Jackson. And, uh, Powell, man, you came away with a nice, uh, third-round TKO there. Oh, man, it was hard work dedication, you know what I mean? I put my all into it, you know. And what they say, you know what I'm saying, hard work pays off. And I did what I had to do in there. I kept the jab alive. I kept the right hand alive. And I, I really worked the body, you know what I'm saying? The, the body, when you work the body, it brings the arms down. That's what opens the hands up. So I feel like, man, as long as I keep training hard and, you know, and keep putting the dedication in, I'll be successful boxer as professional. And I look at the Floyd Mayweather, you know, I watch him on YouTube and I watch all his fights, you know, and he say hard work, dedication, and, you know, that hard work do pays off. And, you know, I just learned the right hand and, and I studied this fight and I talked a lot to, I talked a lot about this fight, not to, you know, to come in here and win, and not to win this fight. So I came back with the victory, you know, just kept going hard, no matter, I didn't let the tiredness get to me. I kept, I kept the win alive and, you know, just putting on for my city and, and my coach, Bob Davis, that, that passed away, RIP, you know, so his son living up to his legacy, and, and what I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, is just keeping keeping my dream alive and chasing it for my daughter, you know, just much more. Yeah, and, you know, Cordell, uh, for some of our listeners and viewers, they, they don't, uh, they're kind of new to the sport of boxing, kind of explain what it's like to go through, uh, you know, all the training and preparation to come to the Golden Gloves. Just explain to our crowd out there what it takes to actually be in this tournament. I mean, uh, just just training hard, being in the gym 24/7. I mean, just just being in there, just coming every day. Even even when you tired, tired and don't want to come in, you gotta push yourself. It's all about motivation and hard work and dedication. That's what made Floyd Mayweather the best that he can be. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say TBE the best ever. So uh, just by you know what I mean, just training hard and just you know sparring. You know what I'm saying? It takes a hit to get a hit. That's what a lot of people gotta understand. You gotta fight smart. You gotta fight off instant. And that's what I did, fought off instant. And you know, didn't let let him get the best of me. And I you know had to stand at eight, but 
for people to be to be successful in the sport, they got to be willing to put in that hard work, dedication, and can take a punch and also to give a punch. So at the same time, you know, it's all about being in the gym and giving your all and understanding what you're doing it for and who you're doing it for. You know, I'm doing it for my daughter and my family so I can get them out of, out of the situation they're in. And, and also for me, myself, because, you know, it ain't easy for me. So my only way out is boxing. Absolutely, and, uh, you know, we're asking every fighter we talk to tonight. Uh, it's, a, it's a topic that's been uh, going around amateur boxing for a while. Should the headgear be removed? Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, we got Why not remove it now? By the time we go pro, you know what I'm saying, we'll be used to getting hit, but at the same time, I do understand the headgear because it prevents us from getting cuts on our eyes because let it down the road, professional boxing, it will affect us, and they make, and they make cuts easily open because they recently... You know what I'm saying? Was been recently damaged and it's easy to be reopened. So right. it's it's good to have the headgear, but uh, to remove it, I mean, yeah, because then that helps other you know, other fighters. You know what I'm saying? Work on their defense and want to keep them hands up because nobody wants to get hit. Yeah, and just like any other big topic, there's always pros and cons. Well, Corda, congratulations on another victory and uh, good luck in the tournament. I hope to see you in Las Vegas. Oh, thank you, thank you. And that's Cordell Powell right there, the 132-pound novice champion tonight. Well, excuse me, first-round winner. He'll go on to fight later on and moving on in the uh, Golden Gloves tournament. And as you heard him say, he is a very humble individual, very humble athlete. Not just doing this for himself. <laughs> and we explained it. They don't just come out here and fight for no, themselves. No. He, his coach passed away. He really misses his coach. He really respects his coach. Really respect this uh, coach's son for stepping up and becoming the coach. Sure. He's also doing it for his daughter, which is amazing. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And uh, you heard Floyd Mayweather is his uh, inspiration. So, well, we're at intermission, Sean, and uh, up next is uh, oh boy, Cody or Hotsky. and he'll be fighting D. Mahel Davis. So. <laughs> All right, but that is our fight coming up in just a few minutes. So far, Sean, the red corner is dominating tonight. <laughs> Sean Barczyk's getting hit up for interviews right now. He's doing the Instagram. I'm not hip. I'm sorry. I don't have one yet. I know I should, but... I don't have time. I came straight from work to do this today. I mean, but anyway, we're going to leave you with the sounds of uh, a little bit of music, and uh, we'll be right back.
Cody Orhowski is five foot nine, twenty-two years old. He's an Orthodox fighter. He'll be fighting again. D. Mal Davis is five foot eleven, seventeen years old. So there again is a little bit of an age difference, five years. And sometimes in boxing, you know, you have the guys uh, of age difference, and it really doesn't matter because they're professional boxing. Well, in this, it's amateur boxing, and you got a adult getting ready to fight a teenager, which it's not like it seems. I'm just saying, like. You know, the guy's 22 years old. He's been in the ring maybe, sometimes, maybe not. But it seems like, you know, being at 22 years old, you would be in the ring more than a 17-year-old. So, But, hey, can't take away anything. That's why they put on the gloves. That's why they go at it. And we're getting ready for this matchup here in just a moment to see who's going to move on to the next round in the 152-pound Sub-Novus Division here in the 2015 Golden Gloves in Cleveland. My name is Jeremy Dyer, a broadcast partner who is running this website and this uh, internet show is Sean Barchik. Sean, is, uh, me and him met a couple years ago at the Cleveland Saints, and we hit it off, and we've been great friends ever since. Go up for a few adult beverages every now and then. But, uh, you know, visit us online at uh, TalkShoe.com. Type in the front row. You'll see our logo with the big FR. You can't miss it. If you miss tonight live, you can always go on and get the replay anytime you want. And you can see some of the – well, I can see some of the kids dancing around, having a good time tonight. And we are getting ready for our – Eighth fight of the night. Well, the first fight got scratched, but it's the number eight scheduled bout on the card tonight. And some of these guys are unattached, which means they don't have a boxing academy. They just go out and find a personal trainer, and they go for it. So we'll see how that works out. You know, Orowski is 22 years old. Like we said, he's fighting a 17-year-old kid. Uh, But, you know... Davis is fighting for a boxing academy. So, therefore, Davis might have an advantage on him because he has a trainer and, you know, he has a boxing academy he goes to every day. But we'll have to wait and see. Sean Barchick is back. And I was just talking about you, Sean. Uh, you know, we met a couple years ago. We've been good friends ever since. A couple of adult beverages here and there. Oh, okay. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Sean gives me crap every time... Uh, not anymore. Duke well, well, yeah, yeah, not now he can't because Duke's national champion. Don't worry. People people have been messaging me like, hey, how's it feel to have the referees win it for you? I'm like, whatever. That wasn't true. Wisconsin hey. stopped beating uh, uh, Frank Tank. That's yeah. what lost the game. Well, you know what? I'm not sure what he said there. It's a little bit echoey, but... <laughs> Oh, officials are ringside. Well, we're seven fights in tonight. Let's run down your winners tonight. First fight of the night was a scratch. Nelson Santana uh, out of the Michael J zone. He officially wins over Rakeed Pittman. I'm not sure why that fight was scratched. Is he... Oh, well, there you go. It's amateur boxing, and he couldn't get work off. Shame on his work, because he has, a, he has a chance to try to win a tournament and, you know, go to the Nationals in Las Vegas and win 
the Golden Gloves, the main ticket, you know, Absolutely. to be the national champion. So shame on his work. But then uh, we have seen action ever since then in the 123-pound open. Ryan Allen over Delonte Johnson. Uh, Ryan Allen fighting out of title shot boxing. Fight number three was Isaac Chapman in the 132-pound sub-novice division. He was the winner over Greg Robertson. Uh, and then we spoke with Cordell Powell, who is, uh, you know, a very, very motivated young man, fighting for his family. He's out of Bob Davis Academy. Bob Davis, rest in peace, and, uh, you know, he's, and uh, much respect. He wins over Frank Brown. And then, uh, you know, Armand Richard, the last fight we've seen, uh, was a 141-pound novice. He fought James Park, both guys, same trainer, same boxing academy. Uh, he wins by this uh, split decision. And then we skipped the fight, but I skipped it on purpose because the biggest controversy of the night was the 141-pound South Novus division. The winner, Marcel Bonner, out of MLK Premier over Bobby Giacchetti III. And I tell you what, Giacchetti was robbed in that, in my opinion, but hey. He, and we talked to Giacchetti, tried to get him on the air. He said he didn't want to disrespect any other boxer. It is what it is, and he'll come back next year fighting stronger than ever. Okay, 
the Cleveland Area Golden Gloves Incorporated, 87th, 87th, Sean. I know. 87th annual qualifying tournament here at the Brook Park Rec Center. will continue tomorrow at 7 o'clock. 17400 Holland Road, Brook Park, Ohio. Make sure you get your tickets now. There's plenty of seats available early on. Here we go now. Davis in the blue corner in the red trunk. Sorhowski in the blue trunk in the red corner. So they kind of wore their opposite opposite colors. Oh! Oh, my goodness sake! Are you kidding me? Huge right hand by Sorhowski. He puts Davis on the ground. Davis bounces up, but man, what a shot by Orhowski. And that's what I'm talking about, John. You can get beat around the first round, and he's going after him. He knows he's hurt. But here comes Davis now. Davis is fired up. This has turned out to be one excellent fight. Davis is trying to knock Orhowski down. He's got him up on the back porch. Or back, excuse me, back rope. I said the back porch. I didn't mean. But man, what a shot by Orhowski. Right now, he's definitely winning that round. Oh, another shot there by Orowski. Both guys tagging each other really well. Another shot does. Nice one-two combo by Orowski. And that gets the crowd going. Wow. What a fight we have on hand here in Brook Park, Ohio tonight. Davis won the first round, but Orowski comes out in the second round with a huge right hand, putting Davis on the ground. Davis is still a little bit wobbly. Right now, both trainers talking. You know Orhowski's trainer's like, hey, go right after him once again. But it's 1-1, one, one, and we're going to see who wants it the most here. Man, Orhowski came in with that shot, uh, you know. And uh, I got to tell you, Sean, that's what I was talking about early on. You can get beat around in one round, and then come out and get that one shot, and it can change the whole uh, aspect of the fight. And, you know, even though Davis was tough and got right back up, that changed the momentum of the fight. And now Orhowski's got confidence. And sometimes even whenever a fighter who may be the underdog has confidence, that can give him the win right there. That makes the fighter dangerous. Here we go. Third and final round. Orhowski in the blue trunks. He's fighting out of the red corner. Davis in the red trunks. He's fighting out of the blue corner. Now they're tagging each other. Davis with... Both going back and forth. Davis with some nice shots there to the head, but Orhowski with the answer. Now Orhowski with body shots, head shots. He's got him up against the rope. Davis walked right into another shot. He's a little bit wobbly. Great fight right now between Orhowski and Davis. Winner moves on to the next round in the Cleveland Golden Gloves Tournament. Oh, man, what? Oh, nice shot there by Davis. But here comes Orhowski. He's got him back on the ropes again, but... Davis seems to move away and get back to the middle of the ring where they belong. That's where Davis wants to keep this fight, is in the middle of the ring. Orhowski wants to put him on the rope. Orhowski can't. I'm left away. Orhowski's got him now. Up against the rope. Orhowski connected with vicious headshots. Oh, Orhowski once again connecting. Davis is swinging for his life. And that, my friends, was the fight of the night. Both fighters going at it hardcore. Wow. Cody Orhowski, unattached fighting day. Dean Mahal Davis on the MLK Premier Boxing. Orhowski, 22 years old. Davis, 17 years old. I, I got to give it to Orhowski. He came out the last two rounds. Second round with the knockdown. And then in the third round, he was able to connect a lot more shots than Davis. So I got to give it to him. But 
You can't take away. It's a shame to see a loser in this fight. So who do you give it? Who do you give it to in this one? I'm going to give it to Orhowski because he he got the knockdown in the second round, and in the third round he landed more shots. Just in here. Oh, I can see her. Sean, making sure I got all the views so I don't get any more calls wrong tonight. Oh, you done well, man. <laughs> Only the judges that disagree with me one time tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, the whole gym did. That was a great fight. Standing ovation for both fighters. Wow. That's what it's all about. Waiting the decision. <laughs> and rightfully so. That was, whew, what a fight. And we'll have to remember this. I'm going to put a little star beside this because right now, that is the fight of the tournament. We'll, at the end of this whole tournament, we'll give our opinion on who had the best fight. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, that's the thing about the Golden Gloves. I mean, I'm actually going to look this year see where they're all at. Okay, so they uh, skipped us to the We got James McCain of the 160-pound South Novus and Jose Luciano. So we we skipped a few fights oh, here. No, I didn't see. Oh, we're going to find out from Matt in just a moment. <laughs> McCain in the red corner, Luciano in the blue corner. And I dropped my clipboard again. Both fighters, so they'll break up. And Sean, go ahead. All right, um, here's how we have it. Matt just confirmed uh, in the um, Kenneth Austin got a walkover. So he won? Yes, he did. Conceded. So yeah. Canelo walked over and said, I'm not fighting tonight. Okay. And then the other one, David Rodriguez of Akron Boxing Association, the same thing. Walkovers. Okay. Unfortunately, Isaiah Steve didn't make weight. That's that's okay. And sometimes you know, and that's the whole toughness yeah. of it. And Isaiah, he did really well last year at the uh, Golden Globes. We saw him uh, box. So yeah, that was very sad to see Isaiah not be able to make weight. Wow, he got That was quick. I mean, some great shots there. Back and forth from uh, Luciano, man. Luciano, excuse me. Yeah, Luciano in the blue corner. He got tagged pretty good by McCain. And uh, McCain was, uh, you know, uh, or I'm sorry, the referee stopped the fight for a minute. And then uh, checked on checked on Luciano to make sure he was okay. We apologize for not calling this fight. You know, unfortunately, you know, they threw a curveball at us. And uh, we weren't able to hit it. <laughs> No, but uh, they threw a little curveball at us. So, 165-pound sub Novus division. Got a guy sparring below us. Hey, that guy's training everywhere. So David Rodriguez gets an easy win tonight, along with uh, Kenneth Austin. Yeah. So I didn't know they called him walkovers. That's kind of cool. <laughs> no, that's pretty neat. <laughs> Here we are back. Here's the action between James McCain and Jose Luciano. Luciano in the blue corner, McCain in the red corner. McCain won the first round. Now he's tagging him. Oh, he's all over the ring, and this might be over with. It's over. Wow. It's all over. And that's the second round knockout by James McCain. That was very quick. James McCain, another fighter out of the Bob Davis Boxing Academy. Uh, I, I just got to tell you, there, Luciano didn't know where he was at. No. He was, every time he was moving, it was because uh, he was getting knocked around. He had no, he had no guard. Whenever you're getting tagged like that, the referee always wants you to defend yourself. Sure. And what you don't hear from here, but what you, what the referee is saying in the ring is defend yourself. Defend yourself. He gives him so many seconds to defend himself. If the fighter can't defend himself, it's a TKO. Okay. So, technical knockout by James McCain out of the Boss Davis Boxing Academy in the 165-pound tough double division. So now that we have... Two fights scratched tonight, Sean. We're only down to four fights remaining now. 
And that's the end of the round. And I tell you what, Jamar Moore shows no fear of Charles West in that one. Oh, man. Got some old school hip-hop going on here. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie, can't you see? I can see it. <laughs> one thing I can see there is Jamar Moore tagging Charles gets, West. Still gets us pumped up, man. That's the thing. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the one thing I could see for sure was Jamar Moore tagging Charles West and knocking him from the middle of the ring all the way across the ring into the ropes. <laughs> My name is Jeremy Dyer. I have the pleasure of being with my good pal Sean Barchik on the Front Row Sports on TalkShoe.com. Sean, we've been together for a couple of years now. And, uh, back in Golden Gloves, man. Yeah. Happy yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm going to take you out for a beer for that one. <laughs> no, uh, you know, it's really good that we became friends and, uh, you know, and colleagues, and we, we have a blast, and this is one of our favorite events. Oh, man, I tell you what. Jamar Moore is using that height advantage on West, and every time West tries to get inside, Jamar Moore has an answer, even though that West was able to get a couple shots there. Oh, Jamar Moore with a nice right hand knocking West back a little bit. Oh, he's tagging him hard. He's tagging him hard, and now Jamar Moore's coaches are saying, go after him, go after him. And they'll go to the corner. Not sure what fell off there. Something to hold his hair up, I believe. Yeah, he got someone's Referee says you got to take that off because he thought it was an equipment malfunction, you know? Yeah. Just to hold his hair up. But they, they're they able to take that off, and here we go now. Charles West in the red corner taking on Jamar Moore. So far, Jamar Moore has dominated this fight. Jamar Moore using the height advantage. And these two seem like they got some bad blood. They've been talking trash the whole time. More patience. Oh, and Moore knocks him down. And that's it. That is it. Oh, no, actually it's not. I thought that I thought the referee called him. He was waving his hands like he called that. That's kind of shocking. Yeah. I thought that he was calling the I, fight. I was wondering about that. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was calling the fight there. I think he waved his hands like it was over with, but then he went over and let, he let Les get back up. He grabbed his gloves, said fight, and then that was the end of the round. Maybe because there was a couple seconds left. Bob shocked that the referee is allowing this to go on. Yeah. Or, I mean, just dominating, just dominating. Oh, Absolutely. Don't forget to follow us on uh, our – we have a Facebook page like us on Facebook, The Front Row, and you follow us on Twitter, at Front Row CLE. And also, go to youna.com. we got some videos. Unfortunately, tonight we don't have anything live because, you know, we don't have any Internet up here. So, unfortunately, because Jer- uh, Jeremy and myself, we've done some uh, indoor football that we covered. It's been pretty good. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, I think we're going to be locked into this next year. Hey, no. is that who I think it is? Oh, no, it's not the timekeeper. Darn. I thought the timekeeper was here tonight. Where is the timekeeper at? <laughs> Jason, no, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I don't know if we were, I don't know, I should tell him about this. Yeah, you should get him out of here. Maybe he can take course, time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get him in a timekeeper in every sport. Yeah. Jamar Moore, Charles West. Moore in the blue corner, West in the red corner. Moore, uh, Moore said, come on, if you're going to fight, fight. But you know that West is hurt right now. And that Moore is just picking his shot. 
He's smiling right now. Moran's actually out there smiling. He's using that advantage, Sean. He's staying back. He's making he's making West come at him, and then whatever he does, he's using the reach advantage to tag West. And this is definitely over with. But I can tell you this: West is a very tough individual. Anybody that's out here fighting is tough. Yeah, absolutely. Tomorrow, more absolutely dominating the three rounds. Oh, another another huge shot there. Another big shot. And Moore just trying to get one extra shot in on his opponent. That's why I think there's some bad blood here. I think there's some bad blood between these two fighters, Sean. I'm not sure what's going on, but I think that Jamar Moore was looking for a knockout there. Normally, you know, they lay off if they know they got the win, but he was going for the knockout the whole time. But nonetheless, Jamar Moore, who is unattached, he, in my opinion right now, he defeats Charles West. I mean, if you've listened to the commentary, you can tell that Jamar Moore was tagging West left and right and uh, dominated all three rounds. A couple of knockdowns. Well, I should say a couple stoppages by the referee to make sure that West was okay, but one was a knockdown. So this should be an easy decision for the judges. Shouldn't take very long. No. And one good thing you see, Sean, is both fighters' hands are raised before the decision because it is amateur. It's all about learning the sport. Waiting on the official decision. Untouchable Boxing Academy. 
I was going to say, there's a... Uh, oh, so Tommy, Tommy Ellis won by uh, walkover. Walkover over... Uh, not sure, it just says walkover, so... Okay. But here's here's an interesting part in this uh, upcoming fight. Uh, Dorian Ellis is six foot tall, 30 years old, and he's an Orthodox fighter, so he's a veteran in the ring. He'll be taking on a young guy, Melvin Thomas, 22 years old, Orthodox fighter. And then in our main event later on tonight in the 165-pound Novus Division, Mardell Ellis will be taking on Kevin Cole. We're going to have another interview in just a few minutes. Oh, yeah, and that's one good thing about Matt is he brings us all of our interviews, and uh, I can't wait to get a copy of this shot. Yeah. It's going to be a star. It's coming over right now, I believe. All right, John, there you go. Hold on, Kirk. 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 Hold on, Omar Kirk. Yeah, 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 He's fighting the 165 Novus Division tomorrow night. And, uh, hey, man, what's your strategy tomorrow? Are you ready? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm always ready. My strategy is, you know, to be the aggressive, box, show what I can do, you know what I'm saying, inside and outside game. You know what I'm saying? Moving my head and just making my opponent respect my power as well as my speed. Right. And uh, what's the difference between uh, – because you got a lot of Bob Davis guys out here tonight. And, uh, and uh, condolences to the loss of Bob Davis. I just found that out earlier. Uh, we apologize about the loss, but it seems like his son's taking the right step and keeping you guys going. There's a lot of Bob Davis guys here. What separates you guys from any other boxing club in, in this tournament? Well, you know what? We don't make any excuses. We, we, we accept any challenge. And to accept any challenge, you have to believe in yourself as well as your teammates and your coaches. Well, Bob Davis is still the original fighters. It's, it's, it's just to take it one day at a time and believe in what I'm showing you. If you do that, the fight will be easy. Just come to shape. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, a lot of the guys in your club are very humble, and and they all they always have something to fight for. We've heard guys talk about fighting for their families, uh, you know, and fighting for their children. What motivates you to get in the ring every night? Well, what motivates me is the fact that I've, I spent a while in the sport, and I, would, I, I didn't have the opportunity, like everybody else, you know, to start fighting early in age. So, you know, by watching everybody like Terrell Boucher, Push Davis, you know, guys like Willie Nelson, being able to work with those guys at one point in my in my life and, and seeing the level that they fought at, I just kept that hunger and that drive, you know, to get up every day and the match they work or better. If I can't exceed it, hell, ask them what they do and try to, you know, take pointers from them. But, you know, just being a man and admitting when you need help, that's, that's what got me to the next level. And, and, I, and I dedicate this fight to... All the underdogs. Anybody who feel like, you know what I'm saying, they, they hard work was overlooked. This is for them. Absolutely. Hey, uh, you know, Omar, we wish you the best of luck tomorrow. And, uh, you know, good luck. And it sounds like you guys are more than just friends as Bob Davis. Sounds like you're a big family. It's, it's, it's nothing but love. It's nothing but love. We've always been a family. Nothing but love. And we'll be excited to watch you fight tomorrow. Thank you. No problem. Thank you. And that's Omar Kirk. He'll be fighting for Bob Davis Boxing Club and the 165-pound Novus. 
And uh, we're going to turn it back over to Sean real quick. Sean, uh, right now uh, we have Dorian Phillips and a 165-pound Novus, which I think that this will be his opponent tomorrow. Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that works, but it'll be Melvin Thomas. What did you see in that first round? So far I've seen, um, I believe it was Melvin Thomas. I'm just trying to figure out and double-check which guys are which is in the blue corner. Okay, so he's in the blue corner. Yeah, he's coming out strong. He's been a lot of hits. Uh, and uh, Dorian Phillips, I mean, he's, he's had some good defense as well, but I think right now I'd have to put the first round of Melvin Thomas. No okay, doubt. there you go. There you heard it. Sean's been watching while I've been doing interviews. I'll go with Sean. He's my he's my buddy, and I'll, I'll never I'll never question him. So we're gonna give that first round to Melvin. Melvin Thomas. Uh, he's Untouchable Boxing Academy taking on Dorian Phillips in the red corner, uh, Buckeye Elks Boxing yeah, Club. And there, these guys are just going at a hardcore. You can hear the shots from here, Sean. Wow. Tell you what, Sean, I think tomorrow we should try to find a way to set ringside. I know. That's what I was going to suggest. We just got to figure it all out. Hey, if the guys from HBO can do it, hell, we can do it. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to think. Oh, nice shot there. Nothing to take you. Sorry about this. Wait, no, no, no. You're good. You're good. Nah, nice shot we there by Dorian him. Phillips. Last year we were able to sit perfect and get, you know, all the, you know what we wanted. So we'll Yeah, this to... year we're kind of like, yeah. we're kind of like we have a suite. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> a nice jab there by Phillips. Oh, nice comeback there. But he's got the one-two combo, and he's still going at it. That was Melvin Thomas there. You yep. two -two. Huh? <laughs> the draw. I'll just give it to you that way. Both, both guys look very great in that uh, second round. Absolutely. I was going to tell you, uh, a friend of mine, he used to uh, kick kickbox, and uh, he also used to box for strong style and uh, old-school DJ Yakabuchi. I don't know if you ever heard of him, but I mean, this is a few years back. I've heard of the name. He's trying. He's trying to make a comeback. I'm like okay. very upset. I wish I was. See, I know he fought in the Golden Gloves a few times, and then he went to kickboxing. And I know he fought downtown at Nautica, and I believe he knows Jessica Eveline pretty well too. Okay. But I've seen him, you know, recently getting back into it. So it'd be pretty interesting to see him come. You know, whether he goes. Uh, MMA, or if he stays, you know, I don't think he's going to boxing. I think he's going to MMA. Okay, well, you know, to each his own, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever works for you to be more successful and as a fighter, that's what you're going to do. And the thing, the way he looks down, the thing I used to mess with him when we were kids. Oh, boy. Hey, he, he hurt me today bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's bad. the way they are. All right, both guys come out in the final round, swing it away. Dorian Phillips in the red corner. Melvin Thomas in the blue corner. Melvin Thomas, nice. Nice job there. He is. Oh, he knocked him down. That might be it. Oh, he's hurt. He's hurt bad. Dorian Phillips is hurt bad. He's a little wobbly. It's over with. It's over with. He looked at the referee, and he had googly eyes. And that's it. So, by third round knockout, Melvin Thomas. Wow. Nice job there. Caught him with that right hand there at the end. And he was just throwing jabs left and right, and finally landed with that right hook and caught him and knocked him out. Yeah, he didn't know. He didn't. He was a wow. He did not know where he was at there for a moment. I still don't think Dorian Phillips knows where he's at right now. He almost walked to the wrong corner, it seemed like. Yeah, one of those two tables, we got to be able to get get some seats at. <laughs> oh, I think so. I think we can talk to Matt. I think we can do this. Tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.
All right, so they're getting ready to announce. All right, looks like they're talking to the refs, talking to the ring announcer. So we'll see here in just a moment as they get ready to bring him up to the middle of the ring. All right, so let's see who it's going to be. Well, we know who it was. <laughs> no, we Joe's got Joe's tonight. <laughs> Melvin, we know Melvin. Wow, he's still and the unfortunately, Dorian Phillips yeah. can't even come to the... Right now, he can't even... Wow. They can't even get his headgear off. He hit him so hard. Wow, he doesn't look... I mean, he looks... There he is. Now he's back. Good fight, though, no doubt. And Dorian Belt is the 30-year-old, so he's a veteran. He just got caught with that right hand by a much younger and hungrier Melvin Thomas. <laughs> and as you can hear, uh, his, his trainer, Abdul, Abdul, Abdul with the big bark. And he's got the great trainer coat, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty <laughs> that's, sweet That's training. one of those satin ones, man. That, that's nice. <laughs> All right, that brings us to our final fight of the night, Sean. It's the 165-pound Novus division between Mardell Hallis and Kevin Cole. Mardell Hallis coming out of Salem Boxing Club. He'll be taking on Kevin Cole out of Terminator Boxing Club. Oh, second round? I don't know. I thought it was the third round. I think it was third round TKO. I could be wrong, ladies and gentlemen, but my count, I am from West Virginia, so my counting does go off sometimes. Sean teases me all the time. Oh, yeah, that is right. It was third round because you watched the first one, I watched the second one, and it, well, we watched the second one and the third one together. So, yeah, there you go. Shame on Matt, trying to confuse me. Excuse me. So, yes, definitely check us out on the front row on uh, Facebook, like us, and you can follow us on Twitter at FrontRowCLE. And, again, you can check us out on YouNow.com. We don't have anything tonight. And also coming soon, which I've been working on, is uh, Periscope of Twitter. Have you heard of Periscope? Yes. (laughs) Everybody's in Periscope. Crazy. Yeah, somebody comes up with something new every know, year. It's, I know. it's crazy. I think I'm gonna try to go down and sc- after the vet uh, bit tonight and score some of those hoodies or shirts. Those nice shirts. All right, so it's the final fight of the night. Mardell Hallis versus Kevin Cole. Got the music on. It makes us want to dance before the fight. So again, I'm Sean Bartik and Jeremy Dyer doing the play-by-play tonight. And again, we're very excited to be here. Uh, we kind of a last-minute thing, but we do enjoy being here. That's why we're here tonight, here at the Brook Park Recreation Center in Brook Park, Ohio. Jeremy Dyer are doing a great job. Make sure you follow him on Twitter at Dyer MMA, or it might be at MMA, MMA Dyer, one of the two. Um, follow me on Twitter at Elpres95. Also, you can follow me on Snapchat. Instagram and Vine videos all under El Presidente 5 and my YouTube channel which will have some boxing videos is S-Bart on YouTube. 
All right, so Jeremy's back, and I think I scored us some ringside six tomorrow. <laughs> there we go. Well, all right, here we are. The, the action starts tomorrow at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, yes. 6 o'clock. What's I better? Make, I will make sure that my power washing job is over with by <laughs> 2 o'clock. Hey, make sure you don't go up to uh, the World Church tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, definitely not going to go to the World Church tomorrow. 6 o'clock tomorrow night, you can... Hear it all here on TalkShoe.com, but I suggest you come down here to the Brook Park Recreation Center and enjoy some boxing in person. Oh, yeah, and, you know, uh, I'd like to give a shout-out, speaking of boxing, to Isaiah Smith. I think he's, like, I don't know how old he is. He's, like, 8 years old or something like that, 11 years old. He's a good friend of mine, Sean Smith. You probably see him comment a lot on him. So, uh, Isaiah's into boxing now. I think they're down in Virginia for a big boxing tournament, so... Good, good luck to Isaiah tomorrow night, and I hope you win, buddy, and uh, we'll all be cheering for you. Good old West Virginia boy. He's got to cheer for another <laughs> West Virginia boy. But here we are in the main event tonight. Mardell Hallison, the red quarter, taking on Kevin Cole in the blue quarter. And both guys come out swinging early on. Oh, both guys tagging each other right away. Body shots, head shots. It's all over the place. Action right away. You can tell that these two want to win this tournament. And there you see Hallis coming out with the jazz, but he uh, gets caught by Cole there with a nice right hook. Or excuse me, I'm sorry, it's the other way around. Cole coming around with some jazz, but Hallis coming away with that nice right hook. I do apologize to the audience. Sometimes it's a little bit hard, but hey, if we were ringside, <laughs> which we will be tomorrow, we will be able to tell the difference. I hope. I hope. I think I really can move that table and put one more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the judges obviously don't need to set at the table. We'll set right up next to the judge if we have a controversy call with the basket the bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what's fun. You know, I mean, the last few weeks we've been doing, we were doing football, and it was nice to be able to talk to the ref and hear everything. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Both guys going at it right now. And I tell you what, this is a hard one to, to call, but I, right now I have to give it Ooh, body shots. Yeah, big, huge body shots. But I tell you what, I have to give this to Hallis right now. He's, he's the aggressor, and he's landing more significant punches. It's all about landing. It doesn't matter how much you throw. But there's a nice... Oh! There we go. And now, man, I tell you what, Kevin Cole must have heard me because he came away with two monstrous headshots right there. And that might have scored the round for him. Wow. All right, so we're in our third and final round of the fight and our final round of the night. Sean, do we have any sponsors we'd like to thank tonight? Uh, not tonight. Not tonight. Hey, you should be sponsoring us. Yeah, you know, hey, get a hold of us. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk about you on here. We love everybody. I mean, you know, actually, tonight's brought to you by uh, the Culinary Golden Gloves Incorporated. Yeah, there you go. The seventh annual fall fight tournament here at the Book Park Rec Center. 174-00 Holland Road, Brookfuck, Ohio. There you go. Good plug. <laughs> and Matt told us to say thank you because he appreciates us coming out. But, hey, we love the sport of boxing. We we love the business itself and broadcasting. We wouldn't miss this. We got free seats. People are paying like hundreds of dollars to see these fights. We got free seats, free drinks, free T-shirts coming. We are just... <laughs> You know. Oh, and I tell you what. Oh, man. I tell you what, Kevin Cole picking where he left off in the next round. He's giving right shots. Oh, excuse me. I got so excited there. I got tongue twisted. But Kevin Cole comes up with numerous headshots. And now 
Mardell Hollis finds itself in a hole that no fighter wants to come out of trying to fight. But a huge right hand there, and he wobbled. He wobbled Cole there. And there you hear the coach saying, stay on him, Mardell, because you got him hurt. I mean, that shot by Mardell knocked him clear across the ring, knocked him really all the way back to his own corner. Oh, nice job there. Nice counter there by Mardell. Mardell's getting those head shots. And I tell you what, I think this match is 1-1. And these two are leaving it all in the ring, that's for sure. And I tell you what, right now it looks like Kevin Cole is hurt right now. And the referee will break him up and get him going. Another nice shot there by Mardell Hollis. And that's the part about being an unexperienced boxer. I don't know how much he's experienced, but... He's got him hurt right now. He needs to go on the attack because Cole with a nice shot there. Now now uh, Mardell is hurt. All right, we got 10 seconds. It's all or nothing here. Here we go. Will they throw some more shots or will they just respect each other and walk away? Nope, they're going to throw one last shot. What a match. What a bow. Yeah, I know. Actually, I do apologize. Is it? I'm so sorry. This is only the second round. There's been so much action. I thought we were in the third round already. My bad. Here's your song. Oh, turn down for what? This used to be the Cleveland Saints coming up saying song, thanks to me. But well, I do apologize, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that was only the second round. So. Hey, we get one more round of great boxing action here, son. Absolutely. And I will say, I do like the song again now that you played it, because you didn't overdo it like another sports radio station in town. <laughs> Which one would that be? Uh, WKNR AMA 50. <laughs> During the uh, quarterback controversy, um, they uh, overdid this song. It was ridiculous. Way overdid this song. Uh, that's why I listen to satellite radio. <laughs> All right, here, absolutely. Here we are, third, final round. Once again, Mardell Hollis in the red corner, Kevin Cole in the blue corner. Like, these guys are going at it. They, oh, man. Cole looks a little bit hurt right now. But he seems to regain his composure. Both fighters back in the middle of the ring. Both fighters just landing vicious headshots on each other. It's just going back and forth. This is one of the better fights we've seen tonight. Oh, nice shot there by Kevin Cole. And here comes here comes Hollis right back at him. These two are just trading punches. They want to move on to the next round. Winning this tournament means everything to these guys. You can tell that they are the definition of leaving everything in the ring. One, it's a shame that a fighter will lose tonight in this fight, but I tell you what, they can at least say they left it all in the ring, and at the end of the day, even though there will be disappointment, there will be no regrets. No, absolutely not. Oh, now he caught him. Hallis caught Cole big time, and Cole wobbly gets back to his feet. Ten seconds, and Cole, or Hallis is going to the headshot, and oh, I tell you what, Cole is out of control, and Hallis is landing everything. Nice uppercut to end it. I gotta give the fight to Mardell Hallis because I think he won the third and final round there, but he ended with an uppercut that connected, vicious wow. uppercut, Very and how. 
Kevin Cole is leaning on the ropes right now. He went to give he went to give Hallis uh, his trainer the hug, and he barely could even stand. So I got to give that to Mardell Hallis out of Salem Boxing Club. Yeah, Kevin Cole was swinging there. I mean, it was unfortunately not connecting. I don't know if he connected one of those. What do you think? Uh, you, you know what? They do connect, but uh, not all of them. He missed yeah, a, lot he a lot of key yeah. shots there. And sometimes, you know, as a boxing fan, you'll see guys swinging like crazy. And and if you're from a far distance, you'll be like, oh, my God, he hit him a lot. But what you don't realize is we got a very good we got a very good view. Uh, you know, Kevin Cole knows he probably lost, probably knows he lost this fight. And, uh, you know, he just wasn't connecting as much. Waiting the official score. And this one's a tough one, but I got it. Like I said, I got to give it to Mardell House because he came out swinging in the first round and he came out really aggressive in the third and final round because I, I feel like you do, like it was 1-1. One, one. And, uh, Kevin Cole. Shout out to the rest. (laughs) Wow, another controversy win, but hey, you know what? You can't really take away anything. You can't really take away anything from these fighters. Like I said, it's disappointing that we have a loser tonight in this fight, but both these guys are winners because that was a true fight right there. Look at Cole, man. He's he's something, man. <laughs> yeah, two great guys, man. Yeah, wow. and they respect each other. Both you know, of them holding the uh, the ring. Whatever, I'm sorry, what do you call those? <laughs> the uh, the ropes up for each guy. I mean, that's really cool. I've never seen that in the two years. That, you know, this is our second year of doing Golden Gold. I've never seen anybody do that for the other opponent. You know? Yeah, me neither. I've never. But I tell you what, you can't leave anything. You can't leave anything but your heart in the ring, you know. you got to leave it all in the ring. It's exactly what these two do. And, Sean, i got to say, they stole the show from Orchowski and Davis. Or, yeah, I'm going to give the fight of the night to Kevin Cole and Mardell Howard. I, I think they deserve that. Make sure you put stars next to them. Kevin Cole. I like did, right? Yeah, the best. Who was the other one? Uh, you know, I, it was Corey. Or, excuse me, Corey Ahosky. <laughs> and uh, Dean Mahal Davis. So these guys, these guys, are definitely the two top fights of the night. Stars, two stars of the bounce tonight for Jeremy's yeah. pick. Yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, I think those were the two best fights. Uh, you know, and uh, thanks to uh, Golden Gloves, we're going to get a lot of videos, so you're going to be able to see these. But uh, right now, the man right now coming up. 160. Sorry about that. 165-pound novice winner tonight, Kevin Cole out of Terminator Boxing Club. Ah, uh, Kevin, man. You got a little well on your eye there. He got me. He, he got you to explain that fight because, you know what? It was like you two got shot out of a cannon from the opening bell to the last uh, sound of the bell. Me and him, we fought three weeks ago, and we went to war like we did tonight. I came out victorious both times. Mardell Hollis is a great fighter, and I'm looking forward to winning the fight, or winning the championship this year. Well, I tell you what, so you guys fought three weeks ago? Yes, me and him, we had, this is our rematch. 
Okay, so you're victorious over him twice now. Yeah. Explain what it takes to beat a fighter like Hallis. It takes heart. Heart and hard work. I got a lot more work to put in in the gym, but this is my year, and I'm here to take it. Hey, there you go. And I, I let me ask you this because, you know, sometimes in a fight, you know, we can't really call them easy fights, but sometimes you have an undermatched opponent and you win pretty easily in the first round. Explain to me what having a fight like this does for you in a tournament because this was a tough fight. You know they're only going to get tougher. Explain to me, like, how a tough matchup early on can help you out later on in the tournament. It lets you know that you got what it takes to win. He is a great fighter. It took a lot of energy and a lot of hard work to get here. And I plan on keeping going. I got dreams of being pro. Yeah, there you go. And who, who would you like to thank for tonight? I want to thank my coaches, Doyle Baird and William McIntyre, and my friend Zach Stonecker. Without them, I wouldn't be where I was today. They saved me from going down the wrong path, and they will never know how grateful I am. Hey, that's a funny thing. Uh, let me let me ask you this, uh, Kevin, real quick, because we mentioned that in the sport of fighting, there are some fighters who their lives are taking a you know, turn for the worse, and like boxing or MMA has saved it. You don't have to go into detail, but just explain to us, like, what boxing has done for your life. Boxing has changed me around. I used to be addicted to drugs, and my coaches have helped me get on the right path. I want to give a big shout-out to my sister, Tiffany. I want to bring awareness to the shaken baby syndrome. There's a lot of falsely convicted people out there, and most of the people that are in jail for that, they're innocent. But hey, I tell you what, you left it all on the line. We're glad that you turned your life around, and uh, best of luck to you. And where's Terminator Boxing, Cl- uh, Terminator Boxing Club located? We are located in Uniontown or Green, Office 619, right right by the Leap School. Well, hey, congratulations on a well-fought victory, and best of luck to you in the rest of the tournament. I appreciate it. Thank you guys all very much. No problem. That was Kevin Cole the winner of tonight's 165-pound Novus Division here at the Cleveland Area Golden Goals. Well, that's it for tonight's Bite, Sean. We are going to be back here live tomorrow at 6 p.m. And I tell you what, if it's anything like tonight, I cannot wait for the rest of this tournament. <laughs> you know, Jeremy, I just want to uh, thank you again. You did a great job on the play-by-play. And again, of tonight's bouts, and tomorrow we'll be back 6 p.m. Eastern time here at the Brook Park Rec Center, the Cleveland Area Golden Gloves Incorporated, 87th Annual Qualifying Tournament, Brook Park Recreation Center, 174 Double O Holland Road, Brook Park, Ohio, 6 o'clock tomorrow night. Jeremy Dyer and myself will be back tomorrow hey, night. John, I'm going to shut up and let you do some no. announcing tomorrow. I feel bad. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it because you do better than I do because you, you have a little bit more things. You know, you have things down that I don't, and that's good. That's fine by me. Well, hey, we're a team, so exactly. that's all matters. Exactly. So. For Sean Bartek, or for Jeremy Dyer, I'm Sean Bartek. Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter at Front Row CLE, and of course like us on Facebook. And we'll see you tomorrow night here from the uh, 87th annual uh, <clears throat> qualifying tournament for the Cleveland Area Golden Gloves. Thanks again.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.